Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. As always, it is such an honor to be tuning in with you here today. So thank you for all of your support, for listening, and for being amazing just as you are. So on today's episode, I want to dive into recognizing the signs that our loved ones are around and connecting with our loved ones. So this often comes up as a pain point in a lot of the theta healings that I do. Uh, A lot of times my clients, when they've lost someone, many of them feel like they're not around anymore. And this is a very common theme where they feel like they can't feel or connect with their loved ones after they've passed, but their loved ones are coming to other people in dreams or in feelings or there's signs that they're around, but it seems like they're not coming to me. Like they're not coming to me. So why, why is that happening? So this is, this is something that I've experienced in my life. And this is also something that comes up in many, many of my theta healings and it, it causes pain and hurt and it, it deepens the grief and the feeling of loss because especially when we're not able to fully process our grief, whether we haven't been allowed to, we haven't been the space, given the space to, or maybe we don't even know how to feel our emotions, how to feel our grief. We can often shut ourselves off from seeing the signs that our loved ones are around. So I want to dive into this a little bit more. And and first, I want to say that if you have a strong love tie or love connection to someone who is now in spirit, they are with you. There is no doubt about that. They're with you. The only thing is that you might be closed off to seeing or sensing them. And it's not a bad thing. It doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. It just means that there's some healing there that needs to occur for you to be able to receive the signs, to receive the feelings that your loved ones are sending you. You know, so often, one of the reasons that we close ourselves off is because we're expecting, we're expecting a sign to come from our loved ones in a certain way. And it doesn't always work like that. Sometimes it does, but it doesn't always. So our loved ones, when, when they're in spirit, and this goes for any spirit, but our loved ones, when they're in spirit, they come to us as a whole. 
And as a whole, they are sending messages and energy to us. But what happens though, and this is why different people experience different signs and experience their loved ones in different ways is because we are filtering the wholeness of the spirit's energy through our own abilities and strengths. So I myself, there's, well, first, there's, there's four main clairs which are the spiritual gifts. So there's clairvoyance, which is clear sight, clear seeing. There is claircognizance, which is clear knowing. Clairaudience, which is clear hearing. And clairsentience, which is clear feeling. Those are the four main ones. And then there's also uh, clairalliance, which is clear smelling, and clairgustience, which is clear tasting. Those ones are a little little bit more rare, Um, but any of these clairs can be developed over time, but it it is 100% a practice. But we all have some level of strength in these different clair areas. And how a spirit comes to us is it comes to us as a whole. So it will send messages and the message might might be something about they're sharing a memory about eating apple pie and one person might see apples another person might smell an apple pie smell you might get the feeling of baking or the feeling of an apple Um, you may just get the word apple or get the word pie Um, You might just know, have this knowing that it has something to do with apple pie. So the the message that the spirit sends to us comes in as a whole on every single frequency. And it just depends on what frequencies we are tuned into. So I myself am not strong when it comes to clairvoyance. I see very little. It has definitely improved over time as I've developed my mediumship skills, as I've done more theta healings with clients, as I've done more and more of this work, but it is still not a strong skill for me. Most of the time, if I were to only rely on sight, I would not, I would not get the information if I closed myself off to everything else. And a good example, so clear sight is both in the physical world and in your mind's eye. So if I were to ignore any, like ignore all of the other signs that I'm getting and just try to focus on sight, I may come up with nothing. But in the meantime, I maybe I got the word apple and I ignored it, or I know it, it was something about apple pie and I ignored it, or I felt the sensation of baking and I ignored it. So if I were to convey that to you, I would be just saying I'm getting nothing because I was so focused on what I wanted to see. Now there are techniques that you can use to develop your skills. And part of that is, is focusing on just one of your Claire gifts at a time, but that is a whole other kind of, that's a whole other practice and story. So what I, what I really want to focus on though today is 
allowing yourself to receive the messages, how they come and trusting them. You know, one of the most simple ways to know that your loved one is with you is when they pop into your mind. If you are just going about your day and all of a sudden your grandmother pops in or your brother pops in, that's a sign that they're with you. You're sensing their presence. You're feeling them. And that's, that's the simplest way for you to know that they're around you. And the more open you are to receiving these messages that they are around you, the more that you will actually begin to receive. But you have to have gratitude and love in those moments. So when your loved one pops into your mind, don't say, oh, that's not enough. Welcome it. Because as soon as you say that that sign is not good enough, you're lowering your vibration. You're lowering your frequency. And, you know, the reason that mediums are in fact called mediums is because they act as that intermediary between our 3D physical realm and the spirit world. So the spirit, once they have passed, they have to lower their frequency to a level that can be felt and heard and understood by the medium. And the medium has to raise their own frequency to match the spirit. So they're, they're meeting in the middle. And then it's that three-way telephone call where the spirit is sending messages to the medium and the medium is conveying those messages. Now, you also have to understand that whether you are a medium or you are um, just wanting to connect with your loved ones, messages are going to be filtered through your own like dictionary of life experiences. So if you don't have a reference for something, and this is especially if you're working with other spirits, but if you don't have a reference for something very specific, you may interpret something wrong. So for example, if you are working with a spirit and you're getting the sense of wagon wheels and wheat, it might mean that they were a farmer. So you might say farmer, but in fact, they had, they painted pictures of farm sites. If so, if you don't have a reference for it, you may get, you may understand and only get half a message. And that's why you want to keep, keep yourself open to receive more and more signs. So you never want to judge a sign that you get. You just want to receive it. And the, again, the more that you allow yourself to open and receive, the stronger the connection gets. Because one, you get better at understanding and receiving messages from spirit and you remain more open. So don't judge what you get. So if at this point, all you're getting is them popping into your mind, love and welcome that. And then you can also play with spirit. You can ask your loved ones for signs. Maybe you want your brother to send you a coin once in a while. But then you have to be open to whatever sign is going to come through, to the fact that it might not occur right then and there. It may not occur as often as you want. 
Maybe it's a picture of a coin instead of a physical coin. But you can play with it. And the more open you are, the more you allow yourself to play, just the better it's going to feel for you. And if you are not getting what you want right away, ask for other ways. Ask for other ways for them to send you messages. And the more that you understand your own gifts, the more that you will be able to tune into the messages you're getting as well. So if you see a lot of visions, you might see things in your mind's eye. You might have lots of dreams about your loved one. If you are more claircognizant, and that's one of your strongest gifts, clear knowing, you might just get knowings of, oh, my loved one has this message for me. And you just have to trust it. Don't, don't second guess it. Don't judge it. Because as soon as your human mind comes in, that's where we say, oh, that, my loved one can't be telling me that. Like, no way. That can't be true or that can't be a real message or that can't be a real sign. So you want to keep your human mind, your ego out of it. If it's clairaudience, now this can be physical hearing or it can be hearing within your mind. So you might hear words. You might have a song get pop, get stuck in your head that meant something to your loved one. Or you might have a song that pops in your head that even though it's not directly related to your loved one, it makes you think of them and it triggers a memory. If it's clear feeling, you might feel the sensation of a hand on your shoulder or of a hug. You might have this overwhelming wash of peace come over you. Or you might get full body tingles as you think of them. Those are all different ways for you to receive signs. So your loved ones are always with you. You just have to be open to receiving it. And if this is something that you're having trouble with, there's no shame in that. There's no, like, you don't want to beat yourself up for that. It just means that there is some healing to do. And oftentimes as well, I have found that grief can go one of two ways. Grief can either open you up to seeing spirit more initially, or it can, the grief can be so strong that it in fact closes you off. So I, I have seen it go both ways and either way it goes, don't judge it. But if you are feeling closed off, that just signifies that there is some healing to do. Maybe there's some belief work that needs to be done. Maybe you don't actually believe in an afterlife fully. And so anytime you think about the afterlife or about the fact that your, your, your loved ones could come to you, maybe you push it away because you have competing beliefs. Maybe you've always been told that once someone's gone, that's it. They're nothing, which is not true. So there may be many things that are causing you to block those messages from your loved ones. Now, when it comes to connecting with your loved ones, you need to understand and start to develop an understanding of where your loved ones are showing up for you in your org field. So 
this is something that I was taught in mediumship training and it's, it's called spirit mapping. So I know that any spirits that come to me that are on my right side are for the loved ones of others. And any spirits that come to me that are on my left side are my own family. And from there, and it might be the same for you, it may be different for you, but from there, you can then map it out even further. So for example, directly above you may be mother and father, and father might be on the right side, mother might be on the left, because masculine is on the right, feminine is on the left. That's typically how it is, but again, this may be different for you. Above mother and father might be grandparents, to the immediate, um, I'm going to talk about my left side. So to the immediate left of mother and father may be aunts and uncles. And then one step further out to the left may be family, friends, or cousins that are at the kind of aunt and uncle level. And then above the aunt and uncle in line with the grandparents, there may be great aunts and uncles. And other older family friends. And then coming back into your heart center, immediately to your left, maybe brothers and sisters, and then um, friends and then cousins. So there's different layers. Lower down, maybe children. Close to the ground, maybe pets. So you can start mapping out who is coming to you. And you can start feeling out what kind of energy is it? Is it male or female? How old do they feel? What do they feel like? Do they feel like a parent? Do they feel like an aunt? And this is extremely useful, especially if you were doing readings for others or working with other people's spirits. But it's also useful to do this for yourself so that you can understand which of your family members is coming to you and who you're in fact connecting with. Because often with family, there's a lot of interconnectedness. So what might be a message, and it, it depends on how many people you have in spirit, but what might be a message from your uncle may also feel like a message from your cousin, depending on what it is. So you want to feel it out. You want to get clear on who you're talking to. So then you can actually start playing with and communicating with them and asking more questions. And again, when you ask questions, don't judge what you get. So if you start asking questions about the spirit world, the different planes of existence, you might in fact get information and you might say, no, my, uh, that must be my brain just filling in gaps and my imagination making it up. And I mean, there's always that chance, but I would recommend that you trust it, that you trust the information that you are getting. Because chances are, even if you think you know something or you think it might be imagination, it might in fact be true. But it can feel, it can feel crazy sometimes. And this is, where, this is where working with other people and other people's loved ones 
can be much easier because then you have somebody confirming or denying the facts and the information that you're getting. Whereas when you're working with your own loved ones, it can be harder, but it is still worth practicing. It is still worth exploring and asking questions, but you really don't want to second guess whatever information you're getting because if you second guess it, then you'll never be open to accepting information. And yes, our, our brains like to fill in, the, fill in the blanks. We do have imagination, but I would also argue that imagination is actually downloads from the spirit world. That's a topic for another day though. But we just want to be open. We want to explore. So have fun asking questions and trust that so if you are ever afraid of getting negative messages or if you're afraid of connecting with bad or evil or lower vibrational entities which honestly it can happen but it's very it's very different like you would you would know the difference but if you do have any fears around that set the intention before you connect that only the spirits of your loved ones will come through and only those with intentions of pure positive light will come through. So set the intention and that protection beforehand if it's something you're worried about. But if you are calling on those love ties, I I would not, I would not be worried. The only thing that could happen once in a while is, and if this is more if you're working with other people's spirits is, and not your own family, is that you could get a jokester, trickster, not even trickster, but just a jokester. Someone who has a good sense of humor, who's in spirit, who is going to want to play with you because of those fears or insecurities. But by setting any intention that only pure love will come through, that you'll be protected, it, it brings up that energetic barrier so that that can't come through to you. So with connecting, just have fun with it. You can set those intentions if you are fearful and just trust what comes through to you. And also if you get, um, if you get, as you're doing this, if you get information or messages, like maybe you're a smoker and you're like, and you get this information, like, "Mm, you should quit smoking or maybe you're connecting and all of a sudden you feel like coughing and you have like this, this feeling of that smoker's cough and then it dissipates and you're like, Hmm, interesting. Maybe I should stop smoking. Anything like that. Those are messages from your loved ones. So your, your loved ones will give you messages from the past. They'll um, bring messages of, Hey, I'm around. Like I'm, I'm thinking of you, I'm with you. So messages like that, it may be that they bring messages about the future or you get the feeling that, Hey, they were, they were there at this event when I had my child or I got married and they, I, I was really sad that they weren't there, but they're, they're giving me the impression that they were, um, they will also give you guidance. So if you're constantly being late to work and you're at risk of being fired, they may be, may give you the, the intuitive hit 
or this download or this message that you should be on time. <laughs> so your, your loved ones will bring through messages of all sorts. So you just have to trust it. And this is a practice. This is a practice. You know, there are people that are, of course, born with stronger gifts than others. And you don't want to, here's the thing, you don't ever want to compare yourself to anybody else. Because as soon as you get caught in comparison, you start taking away your own power and the beauty and strength and clarity of your own gifts. You know, if I compared myself to other mediums, other theta healers, I would beat myself up because I don't see well. And I've done it in the past. I used to beat myself up because I don't see well. And anytime people describe these incredible visions that they have to me, I'm like, well, I'm so jealous because it sounds amazing. And it does, but I don't get stuck in that comparison anymore because it would mean, if I get stuck in that comparison, it would mean that the gifts I do have are not enough. And in fact, they are incredibly strong. And I love that. Yeah, it'd be sweet if I could see better. But I had to let that go. And yes, I still work on it, but I had to let it go so that I could focus on the gifts that are strong for me so that I can receive the messages, whether it's for myself or for others. So don't get caught in that comparison trap. You can, if you want to, you can share messages with your family members. So they may have a dream, you may get feelings and you can share that. Or you can keep it to yourself, whatever feels good to you. But just don't, don't listen to what other people are experiencing and beat yourself up for not experiencing the same thing or focus on what you aren't getting. So if you really want to have a dream of your loved one and it's not just not coming, be grateful for the signs and the feelings and the sensations that you are getting. And you can set intentions to have dreams of them. And you can do work to practice receiving visions and whatever it is. But don't beat yourself up if it doesn't come right away. And, and do remember that we all have different skills and we are all born with different strengths. You know, I, I highly believe that each and every person on this earth has these spiritual gifts to varying degrees, but each and every person has these spiritual gifts. And it's, it's a, it takes a learning and a remembrance to use them, to trust them. So you have to build a relationship with yourself in order to continue that relationship with your loved ones. So have fun with it, play with it, be open and grateful. And the most important thing as well, when you are connecting with your loved ones, especially intentionally, you want to fill your heart with love first. You want to think of them and you want to have that smile play across your face, that feeling of love expand in your heart. You want to think of a happy memory. 
You want that love to be there because that will make it easier for you to receive messages. And I understand that sometimes this is hard and there's pain that comes in. And if you feel that there's too much pain, again, that's, that's where it signifies you need some healing. But love, that is what calls in your loved ones. And the stronger the love tie, the stronger that love connection, it's like a, it's like a love super highway. The stronger that is, the easier they will come to you. So be grateful for the signs that you do get, for the feelings, the messages, and be open to it. And don't be afraid to practice. And if you feel you aren't good at it and you want to be better, you do need to practice. Although it comes naturally to all of us, at some point and to some degree, we still need to practice. Even the best mediums in the world still practice. They still connect with spirit daily because this is something that it's like a muscle. It just needs to be developed. So if you have any questions about this or you feel like there's some healing that you need to do, in order to open yourself up to receive these messages to connect, then send me a message, book a Theta Healing with me, and we will work together to get you stronger, to get you connected, to get you feeling confident in yourself to start exploring and doing this work. I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.